If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Alex. Hi there and welcome to episode 87 of the ADHD Adults, our own never-ending story of adding an extra 40 minutes of extra dog tod to your lives. I'm James Brown, as usual. I'm joined by the only man I've ever met who becomes more boring on drugs, Dr. Alex Connor, and the human Zebedee that is Mrs. ADHD. Alex, hi. That was ableist, I think, about Zebedee. We've got a hyperkinetic <laughs> disorder, and that kind of language enforces negative <laughs> stigma. I mean, I get you, Joe James, ADHD people... ADHD people are often left out of things, and Zebedee was left in that boat, wasn't he, when Jesus called for James and John? I'm not an idiot. <laughs> We've all read the Bible. I'm just saying language matters. <laughs> Everybody hates you, Al. You know that, don't you? And you definitely had to Wikipedia all of that, and I'm not getting involved. And also, Mrs. ADHD is here. Hi, uh, darling. Hello. Okay. Hi, Sam. <laughs> Anywho, never mind that we started the podcast. Because team science, but three genuinely odd people wouldn't ask us for more personal reflections and bonus content. So we do. And now we've got time for next one because I genuinely can't sleep anymore because I'm not always drunk. James is struggling with sleep as well because, well, it, it doesn't matter why. It's just these coffins a bit tight at the moment. It's been a tricky winter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Sam's here as well because she thinks this is a fever dream. Ah, oh, I do like I do like the vampire jokes actually. Anyway, <clears throat> this uh, fruit-based phone autocorrect system that means I get to call Alex a ducking hunt each day of a podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. We'll discuss how the week between podcasts has been. It's been more than a week from our own ADHD perspectives and as people involved in the ADHD community, as well as answering some questions from our community. You can send them through us through to us on the socials or the Discord forum, and we'll finish up by talking a little bit more about this week's theme adhd and mind wandering as always i'll ask how your weeks were and nobody will fucking ask me so sam how was your week mixed that's a short some answer. days were really good some days were really bad i had trouble adjusting because we've been traveling and i have to so i get really anxious when i leave the house because it's changed but then coming back and trying to get back into a routine, I get really, really anxious about as well and just can't cope with everyday life. Because all of a sudden, not only have I got to do all the stuff for working and the charity and all that kind of thing, but I've got a house to look after and stuff. Uh, so it's cool. just all you have to do actual stuff. And it, it was just overwhelming. But I'm back into it now. So I'm all right today. How and about what you, about James? you, Alex? Oh, Ooh. I thought, well, that doesn't normally happen. Asking. You're ruining the... Shocked and surprised. Sorry. <laughs> Go on then, James. I guess we should hear about your week. Well, because um, obviously our recording schedule is utterly all over the fucking place. Um, it's been a bit longer than a week between um, when we recorded podcasts. And initially it was better. I mean, it was it, I was doing really well. I changed the structure, the hours of my job to create time for me so I could do stuff for the charity. And then that would free up time for me at weekends. 
And I also, Sam and I had to have a bit of a chat because, you know, relationships are difficult when you've got ADHD. And we had started to go down two different paths a little bit. You know, we weren't communicating very well. We weren't doing things that made us happy. And obviously communication is key. So communicating that you're not communicating well is really difficult to do. So I, when we were meant to be recording a podcast last week, was in a massive sulk and Sam messaged Alex and said, we're not going to record it. And I took the time instead to say, we need to talk about this. And it was, you know, a difficult first five or 10 minutes, but then we both agreed on everything, which is we need to do things that make us happy. We need to remember what it is that makes us happy. And luckily that was spending time together. It was, it was you, Alex. It was. It was really um, spending... scary. I thought you were going to leave me. <laughs> I mean, I was. We're so rubbish at metacognition, aren't we? The idea that <laughs> we think someone's going to leave us, whose problem is they're not spending enough time with us. Is I know. Classic, classic but the minute somebody says to you, do you want to sit down? I think we need to talk. I'm like, okay, well, this has been coming. You know, just panicking. <laughs> and you can't even concentrate on what you're saying because you're like, right, okay, so where am I going to, where who am I going to stay with? What, what shall I pack? I don't yeah, yeah. I'm, I, have, I'm, I, should, I probably shouldn't share this, my relationship, we proper argument with Lisa, because I said to her the other day, she was on the phone, sorry darling, I said, oh, can you stop using the phone in front of the kids, because I'm trying to train them not to be on the phone all the time, and, and I, I properly ranted like a pathetic baby, and then I stopped <laughs> and went, actually, if I'm honest, none of that was true, I just wanted some attention, I felt embarrassed to ask. And the, she said that the difference between somebody wanting your attention because they like you and telling you off is unbelievable. And shaming and, and, you for doing something oh, in yeah. front of the kids. That, I mean, yeah, that was my input. I know. And it was fucking in front of them as well. Like oh, my God. Oh, You're a monster. I'm so, I know. I have apologised, though, immediately. It's, you know, <laughs> that is that is classic shit. Sorry, James. <laughs> yeah. And that was all stuff that happened in my week, apparently. Um <laughs> oh, it's boring. What else? Happened? I also, I also, as many people know, fell over, or as Alex says, had a fall. Yeah, um, I might talk about that later because there was a very ADHD uh, build up to, to to that led to that having a fall, and then latterly, my fucking ADHD just started to get absolutely wild. I was in Tesco yesterday trying to do some shopping in a state of heightened anxiety and I would have, I had a list in front of me of stuff I needed to get. And I would be in a, one aisle think, right, I've got to go and get whatever it is, walk six feet and then go, what, what was I getting? Oh no. What do I need? It's not on the list. Oh God. And then panicking stood there paralyzed in Tesco thinking, what must I look like? Kind of just stood there looking around frantically trying to remember what it was I was meant to, to buy, which obviously I didn't buy. Life is like a ro roller coaster, Al. Only it's the mouse at Alton Towers circa 1992. It's shit train. at times. But what I would say just really quickly was we did one of the talks that I don't talk about in Glasgow and fucking hell, it was amazing. It was, it was just brilliant. The crowd were incredible. There were people that really shared some very deep emotional personal reflections and issues and tears and people around them were going over to hug them and to give them their phone number to talk and it was it was just this wonderful wonderful environment and that was that was brilliant what about you al your metacognition james the idea that your adhd is getting wild at the moment do you have any awareness of the rest of the weeks of the year? It's never not wild. That's your, It's emotional acceptance of that. You're not going to change. I think it's wilder because I, I know the stuff that I normally kind of screw up, but I normally get the shopping bang on. But I just, 
absolutely could not think of the things which normally I'm quite good at remembering if it's not on a list. I just couldn't completely frozen and panicky. Yeah. I know I get that. Shopping's a tricky one. My, my week was all right. Yeah. I don't, have I talked about the meningitis scare? Bloody yes. awful. I don't know if I've done that on here. Yeah. But, yeah. I think no, we did. Yeah. No, I went, oh week. God. It was, yeah. It wasn't. It, wasn't it was hilarious for us. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you, you are monsters. Um, yeah, just, I mean, I've committed, over-committed work-wise. Mm. Again, it's all, because this is something, because I'm a coach and I'm used to it, it is all stuff I want to do and that's in my strengths. I put my strengths that are good for me, not the ones that are bad for me. So I'm okay with it. have got too many um, strengths. <laughs> too many just projects. Too yeah. like everything. No, no, I got... can do everything. Yeah, you can't, I'm not good at everything. There's probably one, no, I've got one strength. <laughs> And but I managed to just do projects based on that, and so, so it's making me. You know, it's not. It's all right. Fuck it. Be fine. So yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> ne next bit's in blue, Al. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. Oh, it's shit. Bugger. Damn. Yes. Thank, ah, you. thank <laughs> you. You know what the problem is. I, wasn't paying I took you out of sorry. order as well. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, well, I, yeah. No. Apologies. Many apologies. Right, as always, in this next bit, we ask, um, we ask a question that Sam answers a different question, which is, what yeah. stupid thing you've been doing <laughs> instead of what you were supposed to be doing this week and week and a half, Sam? I left two earcuffs in the hotel room and I knew I was going to do it. And I always know I'm going to do these things because I put them on a light fitting and thought, that's a stupid place to put them. You're bound to leave <laughs> really them. And stupid. then I thought, if I'll leave them, I won't leave won't them. Forget that. Obviously, that you've the, left them. Is that the too hot hotel room or the regular? No, this is regular. Oh. Um, but yeah, I left them and, and I don't know if they found them yet. I've contacted them. Anyway, yesterday, as I told you both, but neither of you responded. Um, I got in the le the electric car in the morning to go to work and thought, God, there's hardly any charge in this car. But do you know what? I can't be bothered to move the pass and the fob over from my car to the electric car. So fuck it. I'll just drive in and hope that there's a spot to charge it when I get to work. So I get to the car park at work. Can't get in because, of course, the fob and pass that I didn't want to move from the other car. <laughs> what? What? Oh, what? The fob and the pass that I thought were in the car I was driving were in the other car. Sorry, my mind wandered off. <laughs> Ironically. Where had you gone? Just somewhere else? <laughs> yeah, I was literally... It doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so I get to the car park. I can't get in there. So I think I'm going to have to just go and drive to a pay and display car park. Drive to a pay and display car park. And then the car starts screaming at me because it's got no battery, which I'd forgotten about. And thought, shit, no, I need to park at work because I need to charge the fucking car. So then I have to go back to the car park and the bell wasn't working anyway. I ended up ringing security. They let me in. I charged it for a bit and then I had to move it because they were doing some work. But that's all another story. Um, made lunch for myself twice. I had eat on my to-do list. So I made lunch, put it in the fridge for later. And then later when it was lunchtime, I just made my lunch and then later on I saw it in the fridge and thought I'm I'm over that now, so I'm never gonna eat that again. <laughs> add eat on your to-do list. I I add drink and eat every day on my to-do list because otherwise I forget it, to do it. Inspire? Expire. 
(laughs) (laughs) Don't, because sometimes when I think about breathing, I forget how I normally do it. And then I get Mm. really panicky because I'm like, is this too quick or too slow? How do I normally do it? I don't know. I hate thinking that my body has to work. Well, we have we have two networks in the brain for breathing and one of them is so unconscious breathing and the other one is conscious so we can blow out candles and talk and so on and, <laughs> and so yeah Sorry, that's why we're the joke then you know the, the, the five five, five centers in the medulla and the ponds that regulate breathing including the anustic center the pre-botsinger complex etc etc look at james breaking character you're supposed to be thick in this podcast <laughs> yeah don't let Ooh, on that I'm, you like this yeah. <laughs> I'm a i'm an illiterate dracula <sighs> i've got more stuff for a board myself so um james mm. oh. <clears throat> I'll try and keep it short. The full story, the having a full story is very ADHD because I um, needed to book some annual leave to go and see uh, my orthopedic surgeon. And so I booked it for a month in the past. Got the dates wrong, didn't check. It got approved. And for my employer, once it's approved, you can't get rid of it. That, that, that time has gone. So I thought, well, I'm owed half a day. So this was on a Thursday. I thought, I'll take this afternoon off. So I shouldn't have been leaving the house, but because of an ADHD reason, I had the afternoon off and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go shopping. Was wandering in the car park of the shopping center when I got a message saying, we're in the Zoom call. Are you are you not coming? And I was like, oh, fuck. I've also forgot that I'd arranged the Zoom call. So while I'm messaging saying, I'm so sorry, it must, my calendars aren't syncing, which they're not at the minute onto my iPhone, um, and wasn't looking where I was going, then on top of that, Seed Talks tagged me in some posts. I'm like, oh, better, better reshare that and just wasn't paying attention, tripped over a curb. And then as I fell for what seemed like 15 years, all I could think was protect the phone. So I ended up falling, cradling the phone, fell into a massive puddle and, and grazed my hand, my knee, my elbows, hurt my back because I shouldn't have even been there, but because of ADHD. Um, I also... Human blood, isn't it? Or... Very, it is exactly yeah i should have just floated instead of instead of landing <laughs> I, I i also managed to and i'm amazed this hasn't happened already double book myself for one of the you know the talks that i don't talk about Al. you know talks. those talks don't you the little yeah, talks I yeah i double booked myself i double booked myself for one and obviously instantly thought well that's that over then they're going to get rid of me and alex has very graciously stepped in to do the talk in cardiff on march the 21st a very inferior version of it obviously yes it will be um, terrible but not that terrible if glee club please join i'll be embarrassed if no one's there uh, they will be there don't worry and then the final thing i want to say because i think this is fascinating is while we were up in glasgow doing the talk that nobody listens to um i bought a pack of fags and i smoked one of them went back to the hotel room i think chucked them on the bed Went downstairs because there were a few people, uh, including the girls from ADHD AF and and mm. Kirsty and um, uh, and quite a few others, Jace and, and Rachel and others from Discord. Then we're having a chat, and then I thought I'm going to go for a fag. Went upstairs, and the cleaners had cleaned the room, and I could not find fags anywhere. We searched that room top to bottom, and I very nearly went down to reception to say, "I think your cleaners have nicked my fags." But then I thought, "But happy." And yeah. that's, have I got ADHD though? Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. It genuinely made me question. I can't go and say that because there's a very good fucking chance I put them somewhere ludicrous. I didn't throw them on the bed. I put them in some obscure place in the room and yeah. I, I couldn't therefore go and make a legitimate kind of claim of I think maybe oh. they've moved them or put them up. But I, it was really weird. It's the first time it's happened 
kind of in reverse. Normally, I might use ADHD as the reason for doing something, but it was this was can, can I use ADHD? Oh, yeah. What about you, Al? Did you find them? Did you find them? No, no, no didn't find them. Searched everywhere. I had to buy another pack. Crikey, there's a mortgage. So <laughs> I've been doing a really stupid thing. Um, I, I've been designing, you know, like Alcoholics Anonymous give you little chips when you sober for a month or whatever i was designing them that we could give out to people from charity if they managed to stop any damaging thing they want to stop for 50 days or whatever whatever you're trying to stop um but then i started looking at all the cool coins you can get printed for this i think it'd be really i think because i really want one it's give me reward for because as everybody because i bang on about all the time i'm trying not to drink at the moment how can been... you print a coin yeah, yeah, there's organizations, they're not expensive and they do it in like metal. They're lovely. Tell them ADHD, adults, you know, giving up for 50 days, success, coin. They send them to you. It's brilliant. I mean, it's, it's also a good business model because obviously people would repeatedly buy them because we give stuff up and then give stuff up and then stop giving stuff up and, and then, then start lose giving the stuff coin. up again. And then leave. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <clears throat> Next bit's in green, Sam. Oh, yes, thanks for that, both. <laughs> something, something script. We're taking a break in part two. We'll come Jesus. back with questions and thoughts for the ADHD from the ADHD Adult UK community. Flawless. It's been an hour of this, hasn't it? You're tired, you can tell. Mm. I was distracted, to be honest. Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Back to episode 87 of the ADHD Adults. I'm James Brown, and this is part two of our extra special boozy episode where we're talking about ADHD. Mind wandering this bit, it's questions from the community. I can't do that for very much longer because it's expensive. <laughs> we get them from all over the socials at the ADHD Adults, Instagrams, the Twitters, Facebooks, and MySpace. But usually Discord, hello, biz. Discord, everybody, please join in if you would like that kind of thing. First question is from. Our very own Paul, Fernet Paul. Mm. I've been meaning to ask this in here for ages and I finally remembered to post it. Alex has said a few times on the podcast that he doesn't believe laziness is a real thing. Could you elaborate on that? I really can. For my entire life, mm. I've been called and therefore convinced that I'm incredibly lazy. This is someone we know to be incredibly effective, right? Anyway, mm -hmm. now I realize this is likely linked to ADHD and lack of motivation, but still think of myself as lazy even with this understanding. P.S. You can use my name since you'll forget to check, which I did. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so good. Right. Uh, as, a, as a professional portfolio manager out in the real world and a coach, no one is lazy, not one human being. I don't care what anybody says. They can fuck off. What there is is enfranchised and empowered and and lucky enough to learn their own motivational techniques. That's that's what there is. And there's people people that that tend to get things done are lucky enough to know what it is that motivates them to do things. Finding that out, and the, the, especially with ADHD, the emotional acceptance of who you are and what you are is the key to to feeling validated, feeling like you're doing the right things, but no one is lazy. Just look at your own life, especially if you've got ADHD. You might not be doing what you're supposed to be doing. You might find it impossible to do things like go around the garden and say, oh, I don't want, I want to stay at home because I'm lazy. That's our internalized stigma. That's not true. It isn't the truth. Just look at it, look inside what you're actually feeling. And it's it, all, all the people are there maybe, and it bothers you or, it's boring. I don't get the dopamine I need from that. So I'm pretending I'm lazy and don't want to go. 
almost everything we do or can't do isn't lazy. It's because the intention, the motivation needs to be, in our, in our case, relatively short-term emotional reward. I would guess that you've got loads achieved, but it's often not what you're supposed to be doing. That's my answer. Anything to add? Jim Bobbins, no, not a word. Like. Not a word. No, never considered it, to be honest. No, I haven't. I don't know if you're right or not, but I whatever. Oh, are you? Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, as you oh, said, he doesn't good. care. He doesn't care what anyone thinks so. <laughs> about yeah, this no, one particular do. thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm lazy sometimes. <laughs> you know, we need rest, right? Humans aren't robots. We need rest. We need mm. the default mode network. We need to take a rest. If we don't take a rest, we die. This isn't rockets. You know, we we can't constantly be on it. Everybody compares their insides to everybody else's outsides. They think that everyone else is getting shit done nine, 24, seven. They're not because they can't. People mm. that say they do or usually, oh, when I was younger, we worked all night. No, you didn't. You're lying. Or you thought you did. Or you were very, Some very people do. They say they do. <laughs> No, no, they do. <clears throat> no, yep. they're not. They can't. Nobody, nobody does. They can't. Let's let's leave that there because otherwise it's just going to be two people. It's like it's like the Monty Python um, argument sketch. It's not an argument. It's just two people just just yes, basically taking a position. And <laughs> very good. We'll move on okay, to so question two, which which starts with <clears throat> starts with Bello. That's why I put it in. I love that. It's it like be, Brian Badongo, it isn't it? <laughs> it is, Hello, it is like Brian Badongo. It would be amazing to hear your thoughts on the psychological model proposed in the book, The Chimp Paradox, and a path through the jungle and how it matches up with ADHD. So if anyone's not aware, The Chimp Paradox is a book written by, is it Steve Peters? Is that his name? Yeah. Who's a psychiatrist. He used to be the Liverpool Football Club team psychologist, I think, and is obviously uh, is a, an NHS registered psychiatrist. And effectively... What the chimp paradox says is that there are two parts of the brain, the kind of the ancient chimp brain that makes kind of purely cognitive decisions. And then the more evolved human brain, particularly the prefrontal cortex, which makes more emotional decisions. <clears throat> and therefore, our decision making process can rely often on the chimp brain or the human brain. Yes, Alex. Read out the letter. No, you don't bring attention to my hand. Re read out the rest of the letter because it made me laugh. Oh, I have my own thoughts and theories, but I don't have a podcast to talk about them on, so you can instead. It was on, it was on a different I page. I really liked it. Yes. I mean, again, that, I mean, that was a bit of a conversation bomb. You're copying some apps now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And anyway, what Steve is describing in his book is a well-described psychological framework, and that is uh, the executive function of affective or emotional decision making what we know from lots of evidence is that we do generally tend to make two types of decision the, the purely cognitive decision for example alex has talked about picking up a towel that's mm. just it's not an emotional thing it's just pick up that towel um and then there are also emotional decisions which could be for example there's a good there's a good example with eating when you're in a, a restaurant and you're completely full but they bring out the dessert menu mm. and you think, oh, yeah, you know, I'll have the, the apple crumble and, and custard. That's what we call hedonic eating. It's not eating because you need to eat. There's an emotional, I like that thing, so I'm going to do that thing because I like it. That's an emotional decision. And, and biologically, we have a second stomach for pudding. I haven't checked that, but I'm very <laughs> oh, I've got a third leg. <laughs> I was going to say so, hollow leg, but third came out. Carry on. Uh, yeah, yeah. So 
that therefore yeah the chimp paradox is kind of true if it falls apart a little bit when you realize that chimpanzees do have um an evolved uh, right prefrontal cortex so they can actually make some decisions um uh, that are if you like higher level thinking but as an yeah as an idea it does kind of work what we know is that this is actually really relevant to adhd because affective or emotional decision making as an executive function is something that we tend to struggle with oddly it's in the reverse order than you might expect we are often better at making emotional decisions and worse at making purely cognitive ones and that's the reason why when alex drops a towel and thinks pick up the towel he gets paralyzed because that purely cognitive decision of pick up the towel, do the washing up, do something that has no emotions involved in it, we tend to struggle with. But if there is an emotion involved, we often make that decision much quicker than, than we do. This is called affect uh, heuristic decision making. It's a mental shortcut we use that's influenced by our emotional state. And generally, if your emotional state is positive, then you are likely to perceive an activity as having high benefits and low risk. And if your emotional state is negative, you're feeling low, then you might see a decision as being um, low in terms of benefits, but high in terms of risk. And this has been mercilessly hacked by advertisers to make you buy stuff. They literally research into this so that their adverts are done in a way to make you have an emotional response. <clears throat> Pardon me. So you're more likely to buy their products. So long answer. It's, it is kind of right, but and it's definitely relevant to ADHD. Wow, that's yeah. really interesting. <clears throat> I know. I, I don't understand it. And if someone <laughs> wrote it for him, I'd, 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 I'd like to add that these kinds of books by by people like Steve. Uh, I've forgotten his surname. What was his surname going? It doesn't matter. Thank you. There, you don't need to have done the science to be a brilliant science mm. communicator and really great science yeah. communication. is taking a tricky concept and you can't put all the caveats in, but helping the chimp idea is really useful for us to think, oh yeah, that's a, one of the ways we think, even though, as James mm. said, it's a bit too simplistic. It is bloody brilliant. And it's, it's now in our consciousness, the national consciousness. And I, I really like that. I think it's good. Yeah, and it just it makes simple sense, doesn't it? Those decisions that yeah. we don't have an emotional attachment to, we're not bothered about why why does it matter if i clean the place up unless somebody i love is coming and i want the house to look <laughs> yeah. nice in which case i really want it to happen so i'll make it happen anyway i bet, that, um, I bet that's all i bet that's all people not just adhd it's just yeah true. Because that, I, but it's even more for us isn't it much more yeah. it is yeah <clears throat> no it is it is it's yeah it's exactly that but for most people there are differences in how they approach those thought processes but in adhd it's that inability to engage with probably an unrewarding purely cognitive decision mm. right my turn this is yeah. from erica the brilliant bello i'm only joking i just <laughs> want everything to start with that from now on <clears throat> hi i've recently found out that my father who doesn't believe in anything he can't explain without a hammer and nails e.g anxiety depression the list goes on as you know has something called aphantasia my daughter a speech path discovered it with him what? A speech just, path discovered it with him and a niece. I don't know if I've read that right. Due to the fact he doesn't believe in ADHD, that means he doesn't have it. Either neither do I or half the family. My question is, as I've not heard of it before, but it is of a similar vein to all the other comorbidities that tag along, does it have a relationship to ADHD? I'd be really surprised if it doesn't, but due to the lack of knowledge, is there any research? Tar muchly. I've got this. Okay, yeah, John. <laughs> so is it true? Or... Do, oh, yeah. So, so, so 
<clears throat> yeah, so aphantasia is an autistic trait. It's one of the questions in the AQ50. So it, it is obviously people with, sorry, Siri, shut up. It is obviously true that people with ADHD often have autistic traits, and that could include aphantasia. But equally, it is also true that many people with ADHD are also autistic spectrum or autistic. And therefore, it could be a trait that somebody with ADHD has that is often seen in autism or somebody that is on you know, the autistic spectrum. But it is, yeah, aphantasia is, is one of the things that is commonly uh, described by people who are autistic spectrum as being yeah something that's very real for them for people that don't know i've realized that i haven't explained what it is it's when you can't you can't picture something in your mind mm. so i can't actually see things in my mind i get kind of flashes of an idea of it um yeah. and, and sometimes so it's we, not visual it's weird we talk about this all the time because it, it fascinates me and i'll say so think of an apple because i can picture an apple in my mind but sam can't do that she can't picture an apple in her mind can terrible it's sort of like flickery very slight outline yeah. of one but really really weak but i, I yeah. don't have a fantasia i have like weird. crap fantasy if I've taken a picture of something, I can I can see that. It's why I take a lot of pictures because and, and a lot of my memories are linked to pictures. Sorry, what well, just to clarify, if you take a picture of something, you can see it. Yes, I know it's do you weird. mean yeah. What no, do you mean while you're looking at it? Because I can also see No, no, it. afterwards, no, years years later. Afterwards, it's I get a flash of so... the actual picture, the link. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. And if I look at a picture, I get the whole memory flooding back. So it's really yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's really weird. So I can't, I can't voluntarily get a picture at will. Mm. But if I think of a memory, I'll get like flashes of pictures that I took from that from that time. Really weird, isn't it? That is weird. And like I've talked talk to James about when I go to the cut. You know, we talked last week about this place that I go when I disassociate. I can see it. I'm there. But if I want to picture something in my mind, I can't. Mm. That, that's really interesting it's so weird, isn't I, it? I, do, do, so james do you think the any link with adhd is because there's a higher amount of um asd yeah. autistic people it's, in, it, it, it's, it's a really it's a really good point obviously both are neurodevelopmental disorders some of the neurodevelopmental issues are shared some of the parts of the brain that may develop differently and that's the reason that probably the reason that you end up with either traits of both being found in both and also overt uh, diagnoses of disorders in both groups. So the increased, you know, risk is a terrible word of having ASD if you're ADHD is, is I think it's about 60% higher than normal. And I think it's about 40% higher the other way around. But many of us have traits. And therefore, it's yeah. possible that if someone has ADHD, they may have some of those traits, whether it's to do with communication, whether it's to do with things like aphantasia. It's certainly possible. Anyway. We're going to take a break, and in part three, we'll add some thoughts on this week's theme and podcast. See you then. Welcome back to part three of episode 87 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, a week in ADHD 17. In part three, we talk about a little bit more about the, the theme. So we'll start off with the usual question, which is what made you choose the last idea for a theme? So, Alex, away you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, James did, but the reason it was like, it's a big, it's a massive hard yes. Anybody? <laughs> <Dang>. Anybody? <laughs> Sorry. 
Mind wandering. (laughs) It's one of the main elements that affects me. Mind wandering, I think, is a huge part of my ADHD. Ding? No. And (laughs) and most of the time, it's it's all right. You know, it's nice. It's fine. But it but can be a bit humiliating. I think when when I want Mm. to really want to pay attention and just can't. I would add that I take Liz Dexamphetamine, and I have noticed that I'm more able to concentrate. Slightly less mind wandering. Um, when I switch a task on, you know, in my head, when I, I am less likely to mind wander. Not it doesn't go away, but it's just less likely. Um, Sam, I um... remember what you normally say. Come on. <laughs> oh God, sorry. <laughs> no, can I just ask? What were you doing? Do you remember how we've talked about not having your phone and tabs on whilst recording a podcast? I could see. Amazing. Um, so Sam sorry. doesn't have any editorial. I'm so sorry. I don't <laughs> know how many times I have to say this, no. but I have no editorial <laughs> input in this podcast at all. Didn't choose the theme, although I did kind of because I got this message and said to James, This is really interesting. This affects women. Um, look at this. So I kind of did have an input this time. James, what about you? Fucking hell. Um, yeah. Um, you married it. Told me. I know, I know. Partly because it partly because it told me about that message, but also because the subject fascinates me. The difference mm. between being distracted, ruminating, and your mind wandering, I think it's 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 not something I've really considered. I've always just thought it's distraction until I learned about the default mode network and mind wandering and then realized, no, it's not necessarily a distraction. It's not a physical or, or or even a virtual thing in the room pulling my attention. It's just my brain going off in a different direction. And I think the most important thing is that shame that we have and that many of us feel that we're not able to say, I'm so sorry, I was somewhere else then. When I'm pretty sure people without ADHD would probably be more able to say, I'm so sorry, my, my mind was somewhere else. What was that? But because we've got that the stigma and internalized and societal, we often would just say, okay, and then walk away thinking, I've got no idea what I've got to do yeah. because I wasn't listening to that to that instruction. And I think it's really important that people get to a point where they feel com- comfortable to say, I'm so sorry, you know, my mind was somewhere else. I, I do have a neurodevelopmental condition or disorder. Okay. Last question, was there any thought or tip ding from the theme that you forgot to say, Sam? I can't think of anything. Okay, Alex? Uh, just that I think, funnily enough, you've, I think you've just said what I was going to say, James, which is, remember, it's all right, it's okay mm. to have a mind that wanders. It's good in some ways, and, and even though there are some... In, in in James's stupid rabbit ears, inverted commas, there are some <laughs> negatives of it. It's also every, it's really important for us, and it's okay. You ha- you have ADHD or ADHD traits, emotional acceptance, blah blah blah. We we have this, and it's a barrier to productivity to what we want to do, but it's not our fault. So I mm. l- allow that to happen. That's the thing I didn't say in, the, in on Monday. I think Jim Bob Jim and Bob Bob Jim. Yeah, magic mushrooms, I'd say, as a top tip. Now, obviously, obviously, yeah, obviously, we are not advocating for the use of illicit substances, but there is, um, 
there is emerging evidence that um, the default mode network can be, its activity can be altered by psilocybin, which is the psychoactive compound or a precursor for the psychoactive compound that's found in magic mushrooms. This is the reason that lots of people are looking into microdosing. There isn't a lot of evidence that it works for ADHD, but there is some. There are emerging studies looking at the effectiveness on, on microdosing on ADHD symptoms, some self-reported, some objective. One study, for example, found that, <clears throat> I think from memory, it was inattentiveness was improved, but time blindness wasn't. And the reason it's thought that this might work is because the fact that it actually does switch off the default mode network and allows the task positive network to function more effectively. I think it's really important to say as well that one of the reasons we we, we don't say take illegal drugs is because of our stupid fucking system. It doesn't allow us to research yeah. exactly the right yeah. dosing that yeah. you would need. So if you take a paracetamol, it's exactly 500 milligrams. And and because if you're doing it for yourself, you don't know what you've got, you don't know what you've bought, it's probably, yeah. you know, drain cleaner in that shit. And it's not fair. Yeah. So we, we need a fundamental centralized tax government system so we can research and even use, if necessary, uh, compounds that are going to help us at the right safe level. Mm. Pisses Definitely. Me off. Isn't that weird though? You'd think it'd be the opposite with magic mushrooms. You'd think your mind would be more wandering more. I don't, I've never, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't. Oh. No. Yeah, it, it, it's They're about the connectivity me. of networks. So ne networks which often aren't active become activated and, and that changes, if you like, the dynamic uh, activity of the brain because the connectivity uh. suddenly changes and there are a number of different ways in which that manifests itself. But it, mind wandering or the, the, the DMN being turned off is one of those ways. Demon, I'm loving that. Our little demon is the default mode network. <laughs> loving that. That was our episode 87 of the ADHD Adults. And it was the very first 17th Thursday extradition of the ADHD Adults podcast <laughs> after Monday's episode on ADHD and mind wandering. If you like this nonsense, what the hell? And you want to get involved, please contact us on socials, Discord, at the ADHD Adults, wherever you find your social medias. See you all next time. Goodbye. See you next time. Bye. Trigger warning, Claxon. Claxon, Claxon, Claxon.